Hello, I am Dr. Kathleen Hall, and this is The Way I See It. Well, in the United States, we are heading towards one of the biggest events we have in the year, and that's Super Bowl Sunday. I want to start out with uh, the explanation of, I am one of those very nonviolent, save the world, save butterflies, save everything in the world. So when I married my husband, two things I didn't know that came along with the package. One was, he's a horse trapped in a human body, so I didn't know horses were in our future. And the next thing that I didn't know was uh, his passion for sports. He's a savant when it comes to baseball and football. Well, I'm, you know, kind of a type A, uh, fast-moving kind of person. That's why I got into mindfulness and stuff is to slow my speed down. But um, so baseball was a challenge, you know, nine innings, watching paint dry and all that. And football was a horrible challenge for me. Uh, So for the first, I guess, 20 years of our marriage, we went in separate rooms and I read or, uh, you know, gardened or did whatever I did while he watched his football. But then as we aged, I, I tried to figure out how we could do something together. How how can we do these sports together? So what he um, said was, Kathleen, it's not just that you're looking at one faction of this, which is the violence of, and he said, and it is a violent sport. There's just absolutely no doubt to that. And he said, so I'm not going to say that it's not violent. He said, but um, there are great, great life lessons to learn in this. And that's when I used to watch it with my father and my brother, they, he would teach us the lessons of life that came from, from football or baseball or sports. And I said, really? Okay, well, I'll, I'll try this for a while. Well, after I tried it for a while, I learned a lot that my judgment of one facet of it, you know, my um, uh, vetoing it, uh, you know, not allowing it in the house, making him watch it downstairs or in another room... I realized that I was being really judgmental and I needed to open myself up to see what facets of Jim um, that maybe I needed to learn something and quit being so judgmental. Um, So anyway, what I learned was a lot. I learned a lot. And and now that the Super Bowl is this week and um, two great football players, two uh, amazing people in the sports, one's very young, one's very old quarterback being led, um, uh, it's it's an amazing time to reflect on. There are really lessons to learn from the Super Bowl. There are life lessons for all of us to learn. And uh, what brought it up was, uh, again, we were talking this weekend, uh, my daughter, who's an absolute uh, football, tennis, basketball, if it's got a ball in it, she's obsessed with it. Um, She was a jock herself. So we were talking about the life lessons of these things. Um, And so I thought, well, let me uh, do a podcast on this and and uh, share what we talked about. So, the secret uh, and the inspiring lessons that I have learned through the last 20 plus years about the Super Bowl are these. The first is, and again, how I'm going to do this is I'll do the football, what what they do, and then second will be how this affects your life. So, take taking risks. If you do the same plays over and over again in football, You'll never get to the Super Bowl, and that's the same with baseball or any sport. Your opponent will memorize the same plays, and, and they're going to win. You will, you will not win. And also, it doesn't show 
you know, any risk-taking ability. Quarterbacks, players, and coaches have to play risky games, risky plays to get to the Super Bowl and to win a Super Bowl. They are not afraid of risks. In your own life, remember the simple saying, no risk, no reward. Einstein said, you cannot solve a problem with the same thinking that you used that created the problem. And it's true. You've got to risk something new, thinking something new, doing something new. You have to think differently and take risks. Risk involves uncertainty about the effects and implications of any activity. Experience risk is exciting and energizing. You, you know, you're opening your life to something new. You're emerging upon something new. I came from a family where my mother was risk averse. She was terrified. She didn't do she didn't do risk at all. So I saw that as fear. Uh, she didn't risk anything. My father was a salesman. He was very good at what he did. He was very, very successful. And what I saw in him, he loved risk. He he saw it as exciting. He saw people that turned him down as, oh, my gosh, how can I risk, risk something new? So I learned that he was having more fun in life than my mother was and my mother's friends and everybody else. So take risks. Two, stay in the game. Perseverance is key. In football, interceptions, fumbles, turnovers, missed field goals, injured players, they can defeat a football team. Great players and great teams know this is just a moment's challenge. It's not a defeat. You expect things to happen. You expect bad things to happen. You expect challenging things to happen. They fail, get right back up. Their perseverance should inspire each of us. So in your own life, fall down 40 times, get up 41. Perseverance is one of the critical takes, uh, traits excuse me, that I talk about in my book, Uncommon Hope. Perseverance is one of the greatest attributes you can possess. Perseverance means to continue a course of action no matter what happens. Perseverance is grounded in your determination and your purpose, knowing that there is a purpose for your life. Being honest and optimistic, you have to be Honest and optimistic enough to overcome the obstacles that are going to happen. You know, having hope and amid suffering requires grit, stamina, endurance, okay? Attention, focusing on hanging in there, holding on, pressing on, seeing through it, toughing it out. Perseverance is courage. You got this, okay? You got this. Perseverance. Next are shadows. Things are never as they seem. We talk about shadows in the field of psychology. Shadows, those things that lie under the ground or that are obscure, that really stop you in your tracks and stop you from living your authentic life. In football, you may be down by more than 20 points at the half or your great comeback uh, you know, quarterback, your um, lineman, your receiver may be taken out of the game for an injury. It may give the second-string quarterback or the receiver the chance they never had. You may have that best, better person, that great person in the shadows on the sideline that's never had a chance to play. And you win, and a new player emerges, new plays emerge, um, a new leader of your team. So shadows, things that are never seen. In your own life, you lose your job. Your partner, your spouse leaves you. Discover you have a disease, God forbid. Things are not as they seem in that moment. A new job may be waiting for you. A more loving partner may be in your future. 
you know, uh, you you may become an advocate for the disease that you thought was going to take you out or you couldn't survive through. And in that, you may meet an entire new community of people that love and support you, new friends. There's a reason for it, okay? Shadows, these are things that never are as they seem. Next, the past is over. The past is over. Don't get stuck in the past. So many patients and clients I've seen my entire life, they, they live in the past. They live out of the past. It, it, it's like a quicksand. That's a great way to put it. It's like a quicksand. Okay, in football, imagine you're the quarterback or a receiver. Imagine you're behind in the score. The quarterback throws the pass to win the game, and you miss it. It goes right through their hands, the most critical play of the game. They have to shake it off. They know it's failure, but they also know it's over. To win, they have to move on with a clear, focused mind for the next play. You can't have that old past shadowing over you for the next play. You're going to lose. In your own life, you lost your business, your job. You've been divorced twice. You have to get over it. You have to move on. Dust off your feet. Move. Go. It was an experience of life, hopefully, you've learned from. You're growing and learning. If you stay stuck in the past, you can never move on to the future that you've dreamed of and that's just waiting for you. Next, be confident. Believe in yourself. It's, it's so important. The disease of our time, I think, is a lack of confidence in yourself. We know. We have instinct. We have intuition. We know more than we think we do. But we don't trust ourselves. We don't have the confidence that we need. Football, the coach exudes confidence. That spreads and infects the players, and it spreads to the crowd. Confidence is infectious. Each player becomes an energy of confidence, and each player infects the other people. So when one player makes a mistake, gets a foul, does something, a ridiculous play, whatever happens, the other players smile, watch this game. They play, and they pick them back up. In your own life, that confident look can leave others wondering or they'll look at you like, what's, his, what's your secret? Believe in yourself. Con means with and fidence means trust. Confidence. It's an old Latin word. It comes from Latin. Trusting in yourself is the key. And again, please trust your instinct, your intuition, your sixth sense, whatever you want to call it. Be confident. Next is faith, faith, faith. You're rooted, grounded from your past lessons and experience. In football, these football players have faith in their abilities. They have played football their entire life. They've had coaches, trainers, teachers. They've watched a million films. They have faith in themselves from their past experiences. Ups and downs. They know what their foilables are. They know what their, you know, their Achilles heels are. They know they are resilient. So are you. Your life. Have faith in yourself. Root yourself in your past experiences and lessons from your wins and losses in life. You know what your wounds are. You know what your triggers are. Be strong in your faith. And your faith is rooted in yourself, in your friends, in your family, in your community. Faith comes from your past history. And in your own life, have faith in yourself. Root yourself in your past experiences and lessons, your own wins and losses. Don't forget this, okay? Faith. Next is hope. Hope is different than faith. Hope is always a vision for your future. Hope. In football, faith is grounded in your past. Hope is knowing 
you've won, you've lost in the past, but you're investing your hope and energy for your future. Hope. You believe you're taking that past faith energy and you're opening that light to the future. That's what hope is. And in your own life, hope is holding the light for your own life for your future. It's powerful energy. We have studies. We t- look at people that are hopeful. They live longer. They have happier lives. Lives. It's, it's amazing. Okay, the next lesson from our little inspiring Super Bowl is presence. Stay in the present. To be powerful, efficient, effective, each football player on that team must stay in the present moment. Players practice deep breathing to return them to the present moment. If they get in a bad play, get hurt, if they, you know, just flop at the play that they just done, the other players know they're trained this. They walk up to them and watch, watch this. They'll look in their face and go, take a deep breath, focus, breathe, shake it off. They help them return when they can't return themselves. In your own life, you'll be more powerful, more aware, happier, and experience life to the fullest if you live in the present moment. Develop a practice every day to go back to yourself and take deep breaths. I have a timer on uh, every two hours. My timer goes off. I stop and I inhale and go, breathing in, I breathe in love. Breathing out, I breathe out love. And then I go, breathing in, I breathe in God. Breathing out, I breathe out God. I do this to the count of four, inhale, exhale. I do it for about a minute every couple hours. It's amazing. It's refreshing. It brings you back home to yourself. Stay in the present. It's it's your present to yourself is staying in the presence. It's your gift you give to yourself. Next, you must be strong. you got to be prepared. You've got to be prepared for life. You're either going to be proactive or reactive. Become mentally and physically strong. In football, these football players are prepared in mind, body, and soul. They've done many, many years of daily training on all of these levels. Mind, body, and soul. Their greatness is not luck. It's not an accident. Their lives have been a lifetime commitment of training on every level. Remember, self-discipline is the key. I was on, um, I think it was an interview on CNN or CBS or somewhere, where they asked me if I could name one thing that created the most happiness and and, uh, success, whatever you want to call it, living an intentional life. And I said, oh, that's easy, self-discipline. Self-discipline is the key. When you don't feel like it, you don't want to meditate, you don't want to walk, you don't want to eat the right food, you don't want to forgive somebody, self-discipline discipline. You know it's the thing to do. Now, you're in your own life. Many people observe other people's lives and say, aren't they lucky? She won the lottery. Look how pretty she is. Or gosh, she got money or whatever. You must develop your own strength for the journey. Mind, body, and soul. Self-discipline is an inside job. Happy, authentic, successful people are self-disciplined. You know, I believe me, I was having a great life, but then developed some significant challenges, whether it was anxiety or other things I was dealing with. And I didn't want to start meditating, sitting there for 20 minutes, being bored to death and changing my complete diet, quitting drinking, all the things that I knew, happy, successful, uh, people that were living a full, authentic life or an intentional life. I, I saw, I witnessed what they were doing and I wasn't doing the same thing. And every single one of them were self-disciplined. And I said, 
That's what I want to live. So self-discipline. Next, be creative. Think outside the box, okay? Think outside the box. In football, you can't win doing the same play over and over again. If you do, they're going to memorize it, and your competitor is going to win, and they're not going to think you're very smart. They'll see you won't innovate, you won't create new plays, and you're not going to surprise them. You're not going to get them off their game. Your life. One of the greatest assets for your life is investing and nourishing your creativity. Your creativity will make your life magic and fun, along with happy and rewarding. I'm telling you, creativity. And if you seem to lose it now and then, get out into nature. Look at a flower. Pet a dog. Laugh. Do something outside. Listen to a bird sing. You, there, there is a way. Only you. Maybe you need to draw, paint, whatever brings you your creativity and back to yourself. Next, have a team. You have to have a support system. In football, a player can be a star, but they can only be a star with a team. That's who makes them a star. There is no I in team. Other players make you a better player and a better person. Football players have an elaborate, massive support system. Your life. The world-renowned cardiologist, Dr. Dean Ornish, said, isolation kills, community heals. You need your team, your tribe. It's your lifeblood. It's your source of nourishment, love, and peace, and happiness. Your tribe helps you grow to be the best that you can be. They tell you the truth. They're with you during the worst of times and also through the best of times. Invest in your support system. And hey, loneliness is a pandemic right now, along with everything else we're dealing with. We, there are ways to learn to start having a friend. You know, find at least just one person, whether you go for a walk, go to a dog park, you know, go to, uh, even, you can even go to coffee shops now. Find a way, volunteer somewhere at uh, a shelter. You're going to find somebody with ideals that you have and at least say, you know, let's go have coffee, let's talk. And I know we're doing social distancing and masking and all that. You can make a commitment and find a way to start planting the seeds for you having a team. Okay, having a tribe. Next, play. Have fun. Life is about playing and having some fun. Football knows this better than anything. Why do you think they say play football? The major reason that football players love football is they love playing. It's what they love. And in your own life, are you having some fun every day? Not on the weekends, not once a month when you take off or or do a staycation. You must play, play, play. Discover new ways to play. Dance with your dog. Sing to a bird. Dance while you're doing dishes or in the shower. I always dance while I'm doing dishes. Find new ways to play every single day. Playfulness makes you happy, and it creates health and happiness. Okay? We also know it restructures the brain. We were meant to play. Look at dogs. Look at cats. Look at even birds in the tree. They play. Animals know playfulness. Next and last is Kairos. Kairos, it's your time. Kairos. In Greek, it means God's time. It means the appointed time. This is your appointed time. This is your Super Bowl, okay? In football, the Super Bowl football team's invested many, many years, discipline, practice, sacrifice, work. But this is the Super Bowl. This is Each team's time to challenge each other. The best meets the best. And it's exciting. In your own life, this is your time. This is your Super Bowl. 
But, you know, the only competition that stands between you and your, living your authentic life is allowing your life to slip away into complacency and mediocrity. Live your intentional, glorious life, okay? I want you to live the authentic life you were called to live. This is your kairos. This is your time, okay? This is your Super Bowl today. So, please, this is the gift I want to leave you with this week. Okay, the inspiring secrets of the Super Bowl winners. This inspiring secrets. And again, I want to reiterate that I had to move past my judgment and my uh, the way that I viewed sports and viewed football and viewed the whole male thing since I'm this avid feminist and uh, mushy marshmallow. But there was so much I didn't realize and I didn't learn until I opened myself up to learn what sports could teach me in my own life and in other people's lives. So I hope you got a little inspired by the secrets of these uh, athletes and uh, this is the way I see it. Please contact us if you have any comments or ideas about shows you'd like to talk about. OurMLN.com. You can go at info at OurMLN.com or info at Mindful Living Network. Also, we have a great newsletter. Oh, my gosh. It's filled with very cool stuff, everything from recipes, a healthy to um, great health tips, inspirational videos, you name it. It's in that little newsletter that we send out. So go to uh, Mindful Living Network and sign up for it. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. And again, let us hear from you. Uh, that's our goal in life is to uh, serve you, for all of us. We've, we've all got to make this world a better place. And again, our tagline at the Mindful Living Network is one people, one planet, one future. So we're all in this together, okay? Um, and thank you for listening today. This is the way I see it. And I am Dr. Kathleen Hall. See you next time.